Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is Chloe Brotheridge. I am your host, I'm a hypnotherapist, a coach, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution. So today I'm going to be talking about a topic which has been requested quite a bit and it's all about the power of your subconscious mind and how you can actually harness that to transform a lot of your problems as well. So I want to let you know before we get into it that I am running my online program which is called Your Calmest Self and it opens its doors today which is Monday the 10th of September 2018 and the doors close on Sunday the 17th of September. So I run this course once every six months and it's an online program and it gives you the tools to manage your own anxiety and I have had such good feedback from this program. People who email me from two years ago who did the course who are still using the tools and still benefiting from it. And I wanted to create something that was for people who couldn't necessarily come and see me in London or didn't want to commit to one-on-one sessions, who wanted to have a framework to follow, tools to access, and to be able to use the, the power of hypnotherapy at home Um, in the comfort of their own homes and it's a course that lasts for six weeks you have lifetime access to the course you can dip in and out of it you can do it at your own pace or you can follow along with it for the six weeks and it's really a course that is designed to help you to reprogram your subconscious mind and a big part of it is these hypnotherapy recordings which I created specifically for people with anxiety knowing so much about how anxious people think having experienced a lot of anxiety myself and also working with people one-on-one for the last seven years and knowing just what it is that we need to take on board and learn and let go of so that we can start to become our calmest selves so if you're interested in joining now is the time you can head to karma-u.com forward slash program to find out all the details all right so in this podcast i'll be talking about your subconscious mind and also hypnotherapy and how you can use hypnotherapy yourself at home. You don't need to come and see a hypnotherapist to start to change your mind. And if you listen to the end of this recording, I'm going to include a 10 minute hypnotherapy session that you can follow along with. And I would say that for the last 10 minutes of this podcast, don't listen when you're driving because It's not going to be safe for you to obviously close your eyes and get into this very deep state. But obviously, you don't need to worry about that now. You can still be driving and listening to this if you happen to be driving now. So I'll tell you a bit about how I first discovered hypnotherapy. I was traveling. I'd, I think, what year was it? 2009. And I was traveling and experiencing a lot of social anxiety. Obviously, when you're traveling you're having to go to lots of different places, meet new people. And I was just finding that my anxiety around other people was really holding me back. And I discovered some hypnotherapy recordings and listened to them when I was traveling and just found them really helpful and found that gradually they were starting to transform the way I was thinking about things. And I'd also listened to at that time, I think it was Paul McKenna, he he had a kind of a weight loss hypnotherapy recording and I had sort of followed his programme, which is all about mindful eating and um, found that effective as well. Because another thing about travelling and being kind of away for a long time is that there's a lot of food around and I was finding it really hard to not just eat loads and overeat. So I'd found the Paul McKenna hypnotherapy recordings really powerful. So my first 
experiences with hypnotherapy was not with a therapist, but actually with these MP3s. And I remember when I was, when I'd got back from traveling, I got my first job. And again, I was really struggling with my confidence. And even with, oh, it's painful to think about it now, even with talking to my housemates, I still felt you know, anxious and like I couldn't properly kind of open up and be myself. And I, again, returned to some hypnotherapy recordings and found that over a couple of weeks of listening every day, I was chattier with my housemates. I felt more relaxed around them. I was kind of building better relationships with them because that level of anxiety had gone down and I was feeling a lot more confident. So the way that hypnotherapy works is on the subconscious mind. Now, people sometimes ask me, where is the subconscious? Which part of the brain can it be located? And I'm sorry to say that it isn't actually a part of your brain. It's, it's kind of more of a concept than anything else. You might have seen pictures of an iceberg in the past, talking about the subconscious mind, where a small amount of the iceberg can be seen on the surface, and that's your conscious mind. But then you look below the surface and there's this huge mass of iceberg that is 10 times bigger than the iceberg on the surface of the water that you can see. And this represents how so much of our minds and so much of our thoughts, our feelings, our habits are not controlled by the conscious mind. They're actually controlled by your subconscious. And by subconscious, all we mean is anything that you don't consciously have control over. So in the case of anxiety, for example, say you have a panic attack, you know, you haven't consciously decided to have a panic attack or say you experience social anxiety like I did quite badly. You don't make a conscious decision to close down or to start your heart racing or to feel like you, have, you, know, you can't say anything because you, your mind goes blank. That is not a conscious decision that you make. It is something subconscious it's happening below the surface, you don't feel like you can properly control it. So why do we have these subconscious patterns or beliefs or issues that can hold us back? So often it goes back to earlier stages in our lives. So if you think about a child before the age of about eight, we are in download mode. So our brains are developing, we're learning about the world, we copy things that we see, we are remembering things that people say to us and we're very impressionable at a young age. And this is a very helpful ability. It really helps us to learn how to walk and talk and read and write and do all these really useful things. But the downside is that we're very susceptible to taking on board less helpful things. So all of us, and no one escapes childhood without taking on board some bullshit, I promise, all of us have taken on board some negative shit from our past. So it might be from parents and, you know, say your parents got divorced and you learned from that experience that life is uncertain, for example. Or say you had a father who had anxiety and he was always talking about the things that he was worried about. Your young mind would take that on board and learn being a warrior is a good thing because this is what my elders are doing and so I need to be a warrior as well to stay safe. It might be that a teacher told you something at school, you learned something from being bullied, you took on board a message 
from being bullied that you're not worthy or that people don't like you. And so I mentioned this, I think, in my shame um, podcast, which is episode 12, talking about how we take things on board through experiences in our lives and they stay with us at a subconscious level. And when we're young, we don't understand the context, we can't see the bigger picture, we take things quite literally, we take things personally. And so it's very easy for us to learn things at a subconscious level at an early age that may even had good good intentions. So your mum saying to you, don't speak to strangers or telling you to be careful. I always remember my mum telling me to be careful all the time. And that is a very well-meaning piece of advice. But as a young child, if you take on board the message that you need to be careful all the time, that could lead to anxiety in later life. Or it could mean that you're a person that is very much on high alert a lot of the time. So we all take on board these subconscious messages in our childhoods and also through experiences in our lives. So if you go through something very stressful, your mind is more likely to remember that event. So we all remember, you know, stressful things that have happened in our lives or when we experienced a shock or probably all of us remember where we were when we found out about 9-11 or where we were when we found out that Princess Diana had died. These are things that really stick in our mind because they are emotional. There might have been a shock aspect. It might have been stressful. It's basically a, a protection mechanism to try to keep us safe in the future that we remember stressful events. So this is another way that in adulthood, we can take things on board subconsciously. So say you got made redundant. You might have found that experience to be stressful, traumatic. It might have created a lot of fear. And so your subconscious holds onto it. And you might take on board a belief. You might take on board some wariness, some fear, some kind of behavior or habit as a result of that. And it's very often about trying to keep you safe. So through these experiences, through experiences in your childhood, and then ones that you've had as an adult, you are taking on board your subconscious programming, your opinion of yourself, your beliefs, your habits, your behaviours, your way of responding to things. And of course, some of these are going to be really helpful and useful, and there are going to be some that are holding you back. And this difference between the subconscious mind and the conscious mind is what explains how many of us can know rationally that we have nothing to worry about, or we can know that we're good at our jobs. And yet there's this deeper fear or concern that something bad is going to happen or that we're frauds and we're going to get found out because the subconscious mind and the conscious mind have different ideas. And often what I'm working with people to help them with is to take on board positive ideas subconsciously that they know rationally are true and to reprogram and actually deprogram a lot of the time those beliefs and habits and ways of responding and ways of feeling that they took on board in the past and that got developed either through experiences in their life or from their childhoods. Now you don't have to you know undergo hypnotherapy in order to change things in your subconscious what will do that is repetition as well. So you hear about people 
using things like cognitive behavioral therapy where you are challenging negative beliefs and replacing negative beliefs with new positive beliefs and it's not as if you do that once and it suddenly cures you you have to do it again and again and again and eventually you transfer that new positive belief into your subconscious mind with repetition another way of doing this is to say affirmations and to affirm to yourself about those new beliefs and what you want those new beliefs to be so telling yourself that you're a confident person this is one of my favorite ones I'm a confident person or I am more than enough and if you feel like doing some affirmations I would I would really recommend it and to supercharge your affirmations I suggest looking at yourself in the mirror as you say your affirmations and you might feel a bit stupid at first but it's a really powerful way of helping you to subconsciously start to take on board that new belief so think about what you could start to say to yourself in the mirror out loud and with enough repetition you're gonna send that message to your subconscious So another way that we can change our subconscious mind is with visualization. And hypnotherapists will often say that the language of your subconscious is visualization. So if you want to send a message to your subconscious mind, using visualization is the way to do it. So an example of this might be Oh, so many people I talk to experience this actually, thinking about how a meeting is going to go in the future. And what most of us do if we're experiencing anxiety is to imagine all the things that could go wrong. We imagine that we'll walk into the meeting room and we will feel embarrassed and flustered, we'll drop things, we'll get put on the spot with a question and we won't know the answer, we'll go bright red, we'll you know, be shaking as we're holding our bit of paper or the projector will break. And we imagine all the things that could go wrong. And the reality is that the majority of the time, the vast majority of the time, things end up turning out well. And actually, what would it be like to, instead of imagining the worst, to actually start to imagine quite vividly using visualization and your imagination, what it would be like if that meeting was going to go well. So it would be to imagine walking into the meeting room, making eye contact with everyone, smiling, noticing that you're breathing deeply, finding that as you're speaking, you're speaking slowly and the words just seem to flow and you're giving your presentation with ease and you're feeling confident and you get great feedback at the end of the meeting. And as you repeat this visualization, this new image of how you really want things to be, you're sending that message to your subconscious and you're speaking in the language of your subconscious, which is creating um, a visualization. And with enough practice, that really starts to send a message to your subconscious. And this is something that I am doing with nearly all my clients. And when we're in a state of hypnosis, using visualization gets supercharged and we've got much more access to the subconscious mind. We can really send those messages deep into the subconscious to help you to take them on board and believe them and to know that that is possible for you. But if you're wanting to try this just for yourself, I would really strongly recommend that you start to create images of how you want things to be and imagine it going right and imagine what it will be like to live your day free of anxiety and to to feel more confident in situations and to be happy and making the most of every day. 
Now, whenever I talk about hypnotherapy, um, there are a lot of myths that go along with hypnotherapy. I always find it quite amusing how when I meet people, 80% of the people that I meet when I tell them what I do are fascinated and they say, oh, can you hypnotize me? There's about 20% of people that look really suspicious and almost as if they don't want to look me in the eye. They will often kind of look around wondering if I'm hypnotizing them on the spot or something like that, which I always just find very amusing. But there are a lot of myths surrounding hypnotherapy. So I'm going to bust a few myths for you. So firstly, there's no finger clicking. I mean, some hypnotherapists will do this, but I personally don't. My techniques are a bit more modern, a bit more friendly. I don't think finger clicking is a very friendly thing to do. Um, and it's certainly not necessary for you to get into hypnosis. Another myth is that you will lose control. And this has got to be, isn't this probably the anxious person's biggest fear, losing control? And so I'm always trying to reassure people that actually you don't lose control in a hypnotherapy session. You are aware of everything that's happening. You could open your eyes and walk out at any time but you just get into this deeper state. It feels a bit like a daydream. You get into this deeper state where basically you're more receptive to taking on board helpful ideas and to reprogramming your mind and to letting go of things from the past that have held you back. But you don't lose control or fall asleep. Actually, that's another one. People always worry if they're going to fall asleep. And I have to say, it has happened a few times in my seven years of practice, but it doesn't happen very often. I think maybe two or three times in seven years. Um, it's a very different state of mind to sleep. And the final myth that I hear all the time is not everyone can be hypnotized or I bet you can't hypnotize me. And the answer is, if you don't want to be hypnotized, you can't be. You can't be hypnotized against your will. It's not kind of mind control or something, but the truth is that anyone who wants to be hypnotized can be because it's such a natural state of mind. It, it's like daydreaming. We can all daydream and we all actually get into very similar states of mind to hypnosis twice a day anyway, just as you're waking up and just as you're falling asleep, your brain waves go into a very similar pattern to that of hypnosis. And hypnosis can feel almost like that kind of state of mind where you're skimming the surface of sleep, but you're not, not quite asleep. And so we all get into that state of mind automatically twice a day anyway. So it really isn't a special ability that only some people can be hypnotized and some people can't and can you hypnotize me or not it's really not like that so just some examples of things that I often help people with so anxiety is the main issue that I see people for and very often self-esteem is at the root of people's issues with anxiety so I'm often helping people to get to the root of where that self-esteem issue has come from and more often than not, it's something from childhood. It might have been something very traumatic. It might have been something that looking back, you think, oh, that wasn't really, you know, that much of a big deal. But actually, at the time, you made that experience mean something that has meant that you really struggle with your self-esteem as an adult. And that's just incredibly common. I see probably half the clients I see offer public speaking. Um, and that's a really nice thing to be able to see people make progress in because it's quite a tangible change. You really, you know, you can go and do a presentation and I get emails telling me how well it went and how much better they felt and that sort of thing. So that's quite amazing. 
It can help with things like being more in the present, being more positive, being kinder to yourself, changing your perspective on situations, um, letting go of specific fears and phobias is another one. So it has loads of different applications and other, other hypnotherapists will see people for things like smoking. That's probably what hypnotherapy is best known for, for helping people to stop smoking. Um, some hypnotherapists will see people for weight loss and almost any other issue you can imagine. There's probably a hypnotherapist that focuses on that. Anyway, I hope that has given you some insights into the magic and the power of your subconscious and how you can start to change it and transform it using things like visualization, using affirmations, doing things like CBT, which with repetition starts to change your subconscious mind, or even with hypnotherapy where you're getting into the subconscious mind and then planting positive seeds in your subconscious that will help you to change your thoughts and your feelings and your behaviors. And I'm going to finish this recording with a hypnotherapy session, which is 10 minutes long and which I recommend listening to when you're safe and it's safe for you to relax, not operating heavy machinery, like driving, for example. You should be lying down either in bed or you can be lying on the sofa, make sure no one's going to disturb you for the next few minutes and close your eyes. And just a final reminder that my online programme is available for this week only. So today this podcast is out on the 10th of September 2018 and it launches again basically in February 2019. So if you want to join me in this programme, you basically will want to jump on this now. And it gives you the tools to manage your anxiety. There are several powerful hypnotherapy recordings in there that reprogram your mind to help you to be your calmest and most confident self. And there are loads of videos and worksheets and tools and techniques. And um, it's very interactive and you can follow it at your own pace. So do check that out at karma-u.com forward slash program. So get comfortable, close your eyes, and please enjoy this free hypnotherapy session. This is the Instant Calm Hypnosis from Chloe at KarmaU.com. So just get comfortable either sitting or lying down and close your eyes. And just start by taking some deep breaths. And as you're breathing in, imagining that your belly expands like a balloon and allowing the balloon to deflate with every out breath. Nice deep breaths. As you're continuing, just focusing on the feeling of your breathing, the rise and fall. And having this sense that that your body can just be beginning to settle. Perhaps your body feels heavier and heavier as it starts to relax. Or maybe you notice a feeling of lightness, of weightlessness as you continue there. Just like that. And the sound of my voice will go with you. 
You don't need to consciously listen. It can be as if you're drifting down through levels of consciousness, drifting down into relaxation. And the more you physically relax, the more you mentally relax. And would you begin to imagine that your body becomes more and more comfortable, muscles softening and letting go, as if you're like a rag doll, your arms and your legs feeling limper and looser, more and more comfortable. And in a moment, I'm going to count from five down to one. And would you find that every number takes you deeper and deeper into relaxation with a sense that you're drifting or floating into calmness. As you relax from five to four, drifting deeper, and three, more and more comfortable, down to two, deeper still. And one, deep down, relaxed. That's good. And as you continue there, would you begin to focus on the feeling in your hands and beginning to allow your hands to become heavier and heavier so that it's as if your hands are made of lead beginning to feel heavier and heavier more and more comfortable so that it's almost as if Even if you wanted to lift your hands, they'd be much too heavy, much too comfortable to even be bothered to try. And so as you continue to have this sense of going deeper and deeper inside of your mind. Just like that. Would you begin to imagine that there's a large whiteboard and you somehow know that this whiteboard is like your unconscious mind? And right now there are some words written on this whiteboard. 
Words like anxiety, pressure, worry, tension and stress. And you discover a cloth nearby. And using that cloth you begin to clear the whiteboard. Clearing the whiteboard of the word anxiety. Clearing that away. Clearing away the word pressure. Pressure that you may have felt from other people. Pressure that you may have been putting on yourself. Clearing that away. You clear away the word worry. Clearing your mind. You clear the word tension. Releasing that tension from your body. Clearing away stress. Clearing that all away. So that the whiteboard is completely clear now. And you take a pen, perhaps a permanent marker, and you begin to write some new words on this whiteboard. Knowing that this whiteboard is like your unconscious mind. And so you write the word calm. And feel that calmness infusing into your unconscious. You write the word relax, feeling that relaxation through every muscle and nerve. You write confident and sensing confidence throughout your whole body. You write at ease. And feeling a wave of comfortable ease sweeping over you. Writing positive. And your unconscious mind tunes in to more and more of the positive things that are all around you. And you can write anything else that you want to onto your whiteboard now. Knowing that it is being infused into your unconscious mind. And finding a really deep and lasting place. It helps you more and more. Learning from this experience of relaxing now. How to be more calm and relaxed. In your day to day life. 
and as your nervous system relaxes more and more every day. As you become and remain more and more calm and clear-headed, you notice all the ways that you're able to handle things with an increasing confidence and ease. And in a moment, I'll count you back from five to one. And you can take your time to come back and bring with you all the benefits of this session. So as you begin to come back from five to four, more clear-headed, three, more positive in every way, two, and one, opening your eyes back to full awareness when you're ready.